персональный спутник. Welcome back. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my amazing fellow hosts, starting with Rook, the Explorathon. What is up, everybody? I've been doing a lot of exploration. We've got a bit to talk about, so let's get to it. And we're joined, as always, by the man himself, Archon, the Ball and Chain. The Ball and Chain. All right, we're going to talk about... One of the big things we're talking about today is we're going to kind of go into the powers... And kind of their what they're used for and kind of best case scenarios. We're going to touch into each one of them, all 25. And yeah, but first we're going to start into how we've, what we've been playing this week. And just a quick reminder, everybody, we have our new show. We just released episode five. It's the Magic of Fantasy, and that's with Raw and Nerdy. You can find it on pretty much yeah, yeah every podcast platform. But, for, oh, yeah, but that now... It was a fun one. Yeah, it was. Really good time with it. Great show. We always have a really good time. Uh, we had another guest host on this week. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right, let's get into our playthroughs, guys. I'm going to just kick it off with Rook, because he was really into it this week. Yeah, it's been a while since I've actually played as much as I played this week. But then again, I got back into the core of what I like doing, which is exploration. So as most of y'all know, I created my new character. It's a soldier that is looking for peace. He's trying to get away from everything, but the Starfield is a very dangerous place. So, peace he hasn't been able to find. Lawlessness abounds. <laughs> so, I have been sticking to my I will not shoot first, and I have also been taking a lot of pictures and putting them on our Discord, which you can see at discord.gg slash raw podcast hey he took that challenge um, seriously folks and he did it and i'm still doing it There's and then someone lot. yeah someone in our in our group had to try to show him up with some fantastic pictures of her own Mm-hmm. but she was doing a lot of selfie photos <laughs> yeah I, I like how she did the poses to give herself selfies that was i gotta awesome. I, I gotta give props to cherry bomb that was she did some really good pictures pretty funny ones mm-hmm. using the filters the right way i liked it oh yeah but yeah, I found a couple of places. I took uh, some of the pictures I took were just amazing. Um, more scenery shots than anything. Which is what uh, I asked for. Yeah, you did. And one of them just looked cool because it was a foggy atmosphere with the sun setting. So it was like just perfect. Yeah, uh, I'm a, and everybody, he posted some pictures like the day after we recorded. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was on it. Well, I, I'm enjoying it. Exploration is what I love doing in this game, and I will keep doing it. Uh, really quick, I'm going to interrupt you because you're the exploratory, and I want your other challenge. I want you to discover the weirdest alien life you can find. I saw an article today about this guy who found this these cockroaches, these giant alien cockroaches that suck the O2 from him. Huh. That's I haven't first, come across those yet. I've heard of anything like that, and I keep hearing about these really, really strange creatures. I run into the same things constantly for the most part. But well, yeah, every playthrough, people go to the planets they start with, and from what I'm seeing through three different characters and one character going through multiple New Game Pluses, it looks like that what you find on the planet stays pretty much consistent when it comes to the creatures. So that's my experience so far, because right now I just finished exploring all of Tau Ceti, I think. And now I'm working on Iridani. So and so far, Iridani has a lot of the same creatures that had last time I explored it. So, so yeah, I heard that a lot of the um, outskirts, outskirts ones, the ones that are randomly generated mostly, those can mm-hmm. get some very unique ones. Yeah. And uh, Iridani... Tau City, they have major points you go to in them, so all those are pretty much not procedurally generated planets. Yeah, they're there. 
Yeah. So the first thing I did was I went and got the Mantis ship, and now I'm every other space encounter is saving these merchant ships from the spacers and them running before I can destroy them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ran into that three times today myself. I mean, it's great. The Mantis ship is good for what it is, but I'm saving up money uh, after I paid off my house because I had Dream Home. So now I'm saving up money again uh, to build me an actual true cargo exploration ship. Now, I did find out because I got one of my perks on the Mantis pack is assisted carrying. And I love it because that assisted carrying reduces your oxygen usage for over encumbered by 75%. So Which while is you're perfect for you. Yeah. Because I'm looting everything from every box in every building I loot, <laughs> I go to. So uh, it's great though because it drains very slowly when you're just doing a normal run. Now, when you sprint, you still burn fast, but a normal run drains really slowly. Um, it does. I did make 200 credits pretty quick. 200,000 credits pretty quick. Um, I say 200, man. I could do that just by looking at something. So just so people know, outside of going to Aquila City and going to the Trade Authority, who has like 15 to 20,000 credits, um, I've started making a circle in uh, New Atlantis that has Jameson, uh, not Jameson, uh, Jameson Mercantile, Centurion Arms, and Outlander, and cycling between all three of those because Centurion Arms, most of the weapon, most of the things I pick up from bodies and stuff are guns. So Centurion Arms has, she on average has 15,000 credits or more. And I just make a run through all three of them and sell all my stuff, go back out, explore another planet, sell all my stuff. And it's pretty quick to me, but I enjoyed it. It's been great going back into exploration. Uh, it's tedious at times, but it gives me time yeah, to you just to find those little tiny bugs in water. God, I hate them. <laughs> the, the, the water ones I hate because you got to run along the coast and keep staring at the water. Or the bugs in a grassy area where you're looking, trying to see blue popping through the grass because you can't <laughs> see them with your regular eyes. And if it's bluegrass, <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. Let's see. Uh... The one mission I actually did in this game outside of the starter stuff was uh, the chick at the bar, the viewport, the bar, the bartender, the bar owner. Yeah. Uh, she wants you to go ro uh, go break into this storage facility and get her package. I did that the very first thing I did when I got out of the ship because I saw a closed door and was like, ooh, can I open this? Went over there, picked the lock, opened it. And then her stuff was in there. It's like, oh, okay, that made that easy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, but that's really all I had on my gameplay is lots and lots of exploration and lots of pictures. So yeah, you're gonna have to figure out, find these rare things and and figure them out and describe them. Because I heard that people even found T-Rex-looking guys that are as big as a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. I've seen some that look like brontosauruses with, uh, or a cross between a brontosaurus and a giraffe with a spine going up its head. Yeah, I've seen um, something similar to that. Those, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah as, I, as I find stuff and I get pictures of them, I'm going to start taking pictures of every creature I find and just throwing it into Discord. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to describe them on the episode. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! Oh God! <laughs> One episode of nothing but the creatures that Rick found. <laughs> and this one had twelve legs. They were tiny <laughs> legs. It had a long twelve-centimeter body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I look forward to that, man. And mm -hmm. I'm really glad you got back into it, doing your your thing. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty sure. sure you're gonna have a lot to talk about because you're gonna find some interesting stuff, especially when you get out to those outskirts planets. Yeah, just don't oh, bug out your yeah. game again. Yeah, this one, I don't see myself bugging it out. I figured out how to avoid that, so we're good. I bugged out mine. Nice. Yeah. Well, I was kind of playing through, playing some more of my controller character. Um, I finished the Ryujin and UC quest lines. Those are always one of the first things I do. Um, I did notice that the Ryujin quest line feels really smooth with a controller. Um, just the sneaking around is a lot really? easier. Yeah, it, it just feels easier with the controller. You feel like you have a little bit more control. 
But that also could just be because this is like the tenth time I've done that quest, so I know exactly where to go and how to avoid everything. So, so I got that, a quick question about that controller controls. Uh, is it pressure sensitive on the joystick to where the more you press, the faster you go? Uh, uh, good question. I haven't really messed with that. I always just go full out. So I don't ever just kind of tiptoe. <laughs> I'll do. have to check that out and I'll let you know. Alrighty. So I kind of got a little bit lost doing some of the missions on Neon. Um, I kind of noticed. Well, I, I mean, like lost in the quests. Like, you know, oh, kinda, yeah, that I can understand. Yeah. I've been there and done that. But see, my problem with Neon, though, is like, it seems like just about every quest is the same exact thing. It's, oh, there what are was no me? problems with I'm Neon. I'm a shopkeeper, and these people are bullying me. I need you to help me stop them from bullying me. That's like every quest there, it seems like. Oh, I see all of them, yeah. Pretty redundant. Yeah, but I, like, got, I got that feeling. It kind of fits the motif of Neon, though. Neon seems like the town where like there would be some type of big, bad, like triad-type people like bullying all the shop owners. Yeah, and they go over a lot how it's a lawless area and how not even the Freestar Rangers will even go do anything with it. Yeah, so it, it kind of seemed like it fit. It was just kind of redundant. So um, I ran into the Valentine twice, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> since we just seem to never run into the Valentine. I have not run into it since. I've ran into him twice now, and I believe it was two different systems. And I heard you could steal his his ship. You can. Uh, you can yeah. board his ship and take it over, but everybody hates you when you do that. And force him <laughs> to start singing for you? <laughs> nice. Lock him <laughs> up in the brig and make him sing. <laughs> hey, I ran into him twice in one hour, and each song was different. Yep. Every time I've run into him, it seems like he's singing some type of different shanty. Give me a shanty now! <laughs> yeah. But I think I might have to start getting into exploring more because, like, I have been making it a quest of a personal quest to find quests that I haven't done yet. And so far, I'm failing. I've been doing that I too. Go, I just keep finding this. Like, I'll find a quest and I'll be like, oh, I haven't, uh, I haven't done this quest yet. And I'll get like a minute into it and be like, oh, never mind. It's this quest. So it's like, I can't. I'm getting to the point where it, it almost feels like I've done them all because I can't find any quests that I haven't done yet. I've and been doing the little outskirt towns, and yeah, it's been a new a new experience for me. See, I've even been doing those, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever been here. Oh, nope, I guess I have. Oh, I don't think I've been here. No, no, that's this quest. Oh, yep, I gotta go to this cave. Come on, Bethesda. It's time to give us some new content. Because I'm doing the same things or I just need to start exploring or something because, I mean, I, I explore a pretty fair bit amount, and that's probably why I've ran into all these quests, but maybe it's time for me to just use that console command to give me every single quest so that I can just go through them and find which <laughs> ones I have done and which ones I haven't. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm knocking out the big ones for sure. I just started the Freestar quest. I only got to uh, the little farm where you got to help the chick in going down the valley and finding the, the thugs down there. So. I got to be honest. The free star quest line is the sole reason I created the soldier character. I want to see what kind of interactions you get when you do the free star quest line and you start talking to the soldier. Yeah. I mean, I, I still try every time I do a, a quest that I've done before to choose different dialogue options to see if I get anything different. You get a, fun, a few little funny quirks here and there, but it always seems to turn out pretty similar. It's just time. It's time. We need new. We need something new. We need something big. It's got to be coming sometime soon. Everything we keep hearing, it's got to be coming soon. Well, that is the biggest argument about the game right now is a lot of people have gotten think it's gotten stagnant. We're running out of stuff to do. It's been a few months now, and everybody's been everywhere and done everything. All right, so... Yeah. Anything more on your play or what? Nope, that's as far as I got this week. All right, so I started doing Barrett's mission for the first time, and that was where I had to gather the evidence to reopen his dead husband's trial. And at one, you have to go to um, oh, what is that place? I should have put it in the notes. That, that one mine? place you talk about that mine. 
Yeah, it's the way the mine where the pests are in it. I can't remember the name of the location. Oh. And they're literally called pests. And they're like these six-legged winged little ankle biters that beat the snot out of you. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I died six times in that mine trying to get past them, especially when I was stupid enough to go after the queen. But I actually started reading all the notes to get the, when you go for the, in the terminals to get the evidence for it and seeing how like the ecosystem works and the ecology of it all. And it actually got me very, very interested in it. So I started actually exploring the cave itself just to see the ecology and, the, and just to see what, if uh, the ecosystem and how it's working and to see if I could find one of those queens, which was a mistake at first. Because I did find her, and it was literally a one-shot. He says, oh, hey, what's up? And smacked, and I was dead. <laughs> so I had to reload. Thankfully, I saved it just before I got to her, though. And when I did finally kill her, I used a combination of cryo and inferno mines, and I think I used two cryo to freeze her. Every time I froze her, I'd throw an inferno mine in front of her, start emptying into her. She'd hit the inferno mine, go up in, in flames, cry and scream like a little... Come at me some more, another cryo, and I finally killed her. But being a level 22 against those things, that was, I think the queen was like level 28 elite. Yeah, she owned me. And my, my guy, I'm playing my my politician, so he's not really equipped for uh, combat as much. And you can't talk an alien queen to death. Yeah, you can. I did it in Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a gun called the speech therapy. <laughs> oh, that would be an awesome gun. Right? Nice. Have you ever, when you played, you guys played Borderlands? Yes. Borderlands 2, they had the cursed gun, and it mm-hmm. would scream and yell every time you shot it. It was hilarious. I want one like that, so all you mod makers, make me that gun again. And there was this one point where one of the pests, when I was in the mine, got stuck in a corner, and it was cracking me up, and I was sitting there being a, a little punk about it. Oh, you can't do anything, as I'm sitting there beating on it and shooting it, switching between weapons and killing it. Yeah, I went up the path a little bit, and uh, two of those pests jumped me, so I walked back and got stuck in the very same corner. <laughs> That's karma. what you call karma, man. Uh-huh. Yep, yep karma just decided karma. to slap me in the face. <laughs> it was fantastic. But that whole quest was very interesting. I'm kind of interesting to, interested to see if it, if it goes any further. I went to, it was Gargarian Landing. That's where it was at. Where you go to the apartment and all that to check for evidence, and you find the little cactus that you name. You haven't and, done Bear's uh, Questline yet? What's up? No, I haven't done Bear's Questline yet. Oh. I went to Gagarian Landing by accident and actually did uh, the quest, the local quest there. That's what I was started doing, and one of them caused a huge problem for me. A giant problem. So I'm going to have to roll back about an hour worth of saves. What happened? I'm getting that in just a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I had to put Baird in friend zone because he was hitting on me super hard at the end of that quest. <laughs> so I friend zoned him completely. None of that, buddy. We're, we're just, we're cool. You and I are cool. And he's going this huge speech about how we're best of friends and we can do anything together. And he's awesome. And I like those those chat options when you have Bear in your group to just let him tell the story. <laughs> it's always hilarious. I noticed something when I was walking around Gargarian Landing and... Everyone starts talking about how much they hate it there and they despise it. It's a terrible place. It's grungy, dingy. It didn't look too bad to me. It's like a a typical mining colony. Not as bad as Mars. The backstory of Gagarian Landing is that it it was a mech manufacturing facility. Yeah, I know that. So it's dark and gringy in areas that we don't go to. Fair enough. And now corporations are starting to move in... And use the already, what's the word I'm looking for? Processing um, plant materials there, there, so they don't have to build up factories. So it's becoming more of a corporation location. Okay, so that's why I have my lore master here. He just laid it straight. I've done the quest lines there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I went into the... the um, little like police station they have there mm-hmm. and that went to the computer because we're doing it for garrett's thing and i i went into the complaints folder <laughs> and it cracked me up because it said error complaints box full please try again later <laughs> <laughs> really that bad huh all right oh and i did have a tip from you guys for you guys i found it at Kay's place in new atlantis and you can buy a shepherd's pie there 
And the cool thing about the shepherd's pie is that it will give you a 2% bonus for 60 minutes. And if you do have the um, trait that increases it, you think it goes up to like 5% XP for 60 minutes, which is a long time. And if you have the gastronomy skill, you can even find a magazine there. I'm not going to tell you where at Kay's Place that gives you the recipe to make the shepherd's pie yourself. Now the question is, where's Kay's Place? It's there. You'll find it. It's not far from the landing area. I've never seen it. Dun, it's dun, there. Dun. It's there. You have to go find it. Guess Come our on, you can do it. Explorer <laughs> up, huh? no, no, Come no, on, no, Mr. No. Explorer. I I am a planetary explorer, not a city explorer. <laughs> You're not a suburban explorer. Come on, man. <laughs> Cities are the... on planets, so just saying. I mean, yeah. I could go back to my main game and explore underneath New Atlantis. <laughs> Thanks you know, for I... bugging out on me. What got me the idea about the whole um, mech station and how that we used to be one is I was talking to Misaki over at mm-hmm. the bar. And they let you know like how they were once a mech pilot and they were stationed there and uh, what it was like to be a mech pilot. And she even kind of hinted that she was building one. So that, that, I found that to be very interesting. And I was kind of hoping she'd give me a quest. So I, I go talk to every named NPC I can find just to see. Yeah, because some of them will either give you quests or let you to let you can join have them join your crew gosh can't get the words out yet i have not had anyone join my crew i went to two bars and no one my luck is phenomenal i but, think somebody your fbi agents hacked in and keeping you from uh doing all the cool stuff right well i mean a lot of people just don't like politicians so <laughs> i did a, a one of the side quests there in town where you have to go find the uh the courier Mm-hmm. in town and find him dead and you have to go and hunt down the other guys so that was easy and quick and then when i got back i talked to the barkeep lizzie and she's very interesting <laughs> when you see her she's very interesting and so, so yeah you did you did the uh courier quest yes so i gotta ask you what did you do at that choice point oh i took it back i i took the bribe killed the dude and then took it back Oh, I could have done that. I didn't even think about it. My bounty hunter did that. Oh, that's a good move. <laughs> so my I got main, double the payment. My main would totally do that crap, too. And I, mean, I could have... You got to reset it and go back a few, an hour or so anyway. Yeah, so I might as well. I have to probably redo that yeah. anyway. And my guy, I can negotiate a bigger bribe. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> so I took Lizzie's quest. And it was interesting because it takes you... You have to go find a ship, a uh, Deimos armored transport that was lost in space, just floating. And she wants the high-quality booze there so she can, you know, appease all the new Atlanteans coming in that she hates. The suits. Went out there, and right away you get attacked by a, uh, a ship, a Crimson Fleet ship. I knocked out its engines. I boarded it, and it had no gravity. So I was floating around this ship. Killed all the guards, or killed all the guys inside of it. Went to go sit down and said, no, you gotta take over the ship, blah, blah, blah. Got up, and I looked around that ship for 20 minutes. I looked at the time. It was 20 minutes. Not a very big ship. And I could hear a guy, where is it? Who is it? Who is it? Is someone here? Couldn't find him. Mm. So I started randomly shooting my gun, listening for him. And I went, right when I got to a particular hallway, I shot in the hallway, and he popped. Right there. Couple of headshots, he was dead. Little ghost pirate. No big deal. So I, I took over the ship. Yet. Yeah, it was interesting. I think he might have floated off screen somewhere. <laughs> Got in the pilot seat and suddenly the whole all the gravity came back. And the captain, previous captain, apparently was floating on top of my head and <laughs> crashed right on top of me and the console, forcing my character to get up. So <laughs> I sat back down, I took the ship, and I went to the uh the floating Daimos, which was a very interesting quest. I kind of liked it. It's where the ship, when you get it boarded, it will randomly turn on and off its gravity. It does. It is timed. I did figure that out. It's, it's a time sequence. But you do lose gravity, and you get it back throughout the entire situation, the entire fight. And you, obviously, it involves puzzles where you got to have the gravity off to get to certain situations. And I killed an elite in this like giant fan that the fan mm-hmm. turns off when the gravity's off. Yeah, the elite got caught in there, so when it turned on, I was laughing as he was going around like a dryer <laughs> drum. Da-dunk, da-dunk, da-dunk. So I beat that. Had a lot of, well, actually quite a bit of fun with it. 
And I got back to my ship, the one I had taken over, and it was a Spectre, Class B, nice little ship. And then here's where it got bad. Suddenly, everyone in my, in all of... Gagarian Landing? No, the main Constellation. people. Constellation. Oh my gosh. And all of Constellation suddenly had a quest to talk to them. Every single one of them. That's weird. I went and talked to uh, Andresia, and she was threatening to leave the ship. Because of how terrible of what I did was. And she wouldn't tell me why. So I had to go through and do the uh, the convincing to keep her on. But she, even when I beat it, she said, no, no, as soon as we land, I'm out of here. I'm done. Talked to Sarah, and it was the same thing. She was like, I can't believe you're so evil and blah, blah, blah. You're ruining the reputation of Constellation. I was like, what the heck did I do? I got no dislikes of anything on any situation. And then Barrett vanished. My so-called best friend just booked it. And even the adoring fan hated me. Right after you got the yes. uh, done with that ship? Yeah. Because I've done that ship several times without the quest and never had that bug. This is where it gets worse, though. No matter what planet I jump to, same system, UC, Freestar, none of the above, I get jumped by no less than five Freestar ships. They don't know nothing, and I somehow got a 650 credit bounty for Freestar. And I cannot land anywhere at all without getting shot. Every planet I go to, I'm getting jumped by a bunch of Freestar. And even in right in front of uh, UC Space, like New Atlantis. That's really, really weird. Yeah. yeah. You definitely need to roll back. Are you going to try the mission again, or are you just going to say? Yeah, I'm going to try it again. I don't know if I'm going to take over the ship. I don't know if that was what caused it somehow. That shouldn't have caused it because no, it's a Crimson it should have. ship. It should have been just fine. Uh, it should have been praised for taking it, but... Maybe it has something to do with the high-class booze? I but doubt it. I picked, up, I picked up that high-class booze during another playthrough and without having the mission and then was able to turn it into her, and that was uh, my main character who was married to Sarah. So that is a weird bug. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll back to where just after I finish Barrett's quest. Hmm. Because the carrier one I can redo pretty quick. It's not bad. And I want to try what you did. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm going to go back and see if I can do that again. I, I don't want to. I want to see if, what point this might have caused it because I didn't get any notices at all that people disliked it or hated me. And when I looked, mm-hmm. I noticed it when I what was really funny is when I logged into the ship, when I was zoned into, into the Damos armor transport, I went and did a bunch of my food buffs. I do it every time now. I go into a before combat to get all my different various buffs. And then I looked and I had five cases of, you know, I'm a, an empath. So I got the negative empath five times hmm. for two hours on each one of them. Like, how that is that, really weird. I haven't ticked anybody off. I don't know what this is about. You didn't take any type of drugs or anything like that, did you? No. I had nothing illegal on me, as far as I knew. I can't think of any reason it would do that because, like I said, I've done that ship many times and never had everybody aggro me. I think it might have just been some kind of weird quirk that occurred. No big deal. I mean, I can roll back and still have fun with it. Now, like I said, I've never done that ship on the mission. I've always already hit the ship before I've done that mission. Mm. I don't think the mission has anything to do with it, though, because it's just grabbing a crate of booze in a a safe. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I'm going to find out. I'm going to see what happened, because I think it happened before I even did that quest or finished it. I think yeah, it your possible. weird ghost pirate was like, because he was glitched out, he was glitched out, his factions were glitched or something, too. It's possible. Yeah, it could have It could have messed it up at that point. I'm thinking it had something to do when I took over that ship. The ship anyway. bugged out when you went on board. I've had that happen once. Yeah, it was interesting. But that that, that was my week in game. You know, the the more interesting parts of it. I did a bunch of other stuff, but they were not as fun to talk about. All right, guys. So we have powers. We know that there are 25 of them in the game. So whatever you powers you guys have used, please put your input on it. If you disagree with me, that's awesome. Do it. But just for just for fun, I disagree with you on all of them, even though I haven't used half of them. <laughs> Fair enough, sir. <laughs> you know, for some reason I had a feeling he was going to say that. <laughs> He's my best friend. I have to give him a hard time. You don't have to. You just really enjoy doing so. Because it's fun. 
All right, so first one on the list, we're going to do an alphabetical order because why not? That's how I wrote them down. Alien Reanimation. I have used it a couple times, and it was pretty much worthless unless you do find a high-level elite beast and then use it, and it's hilarious. Because they will go on a rampage, and they will slaughter everything in sight. And there was one planet where there were herds and herds of beasties, and I did kill one of the elites. It was like on a high planet on my main. I used it on him, and it had like the level 4 ability of this. And yeah, he wiped out the entire herds. All of them. (laughs) I sat back and watched. I have never used that power. I've never even considered using that power. I I I just read it, and I was like, meh. It can be that fun. Didn't, didn't really intrigue me too much. Yeah, there's a few of them that, eh, I just, I used just to say I used them and see what they're about and see if I can figure out a way that would be a good way to use them. Um, anti-gravity field. Now, I know that Rook has talked about this one before. Oh, yeah. I use it for uh, all my main. I used it to actually control single powerful elites that were like higher level than me it makes it so much easier and it's great for also with large groups if you want to control them because it's literally the first power you get Mm -hmm. so it makes it really easy and a good choice for that I have it at rank 5 and it lasts forever I can kill everybody in that field before it finishes yeah it's a pretty useful one especially at higher ranks the higher it gets the longer it lasts obviously so yeah it doesn't get any more powerful, it just lasts longer. I can only imagine at, at rank 10, you could just like... Hit it, and they all just kind of stay there, and you just walk out the entire place. Yeah, you come back as you're finishing the, the quest there, and they're <laughs> just still chilling there in your field. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Alright, Creator's Peace. When this works, you can disarm several enemies at once, which is kind of funny to watch. They do freak out. But it is, I found it, yeah, when it works, I found it very hard to judge the range of the power. I have it at rank four now. I haven't used it at that level. So I'm curious to see if it's a bigger field makes it easier or what. But it can be useful if you can figure out the range. Yeah, that one's another one that I don't, I tried it once and I was just like, okay, this is a pain. So I I don't even think I've unlocked that one. I might have. Yeah. Uh, Create Vacuum is one of those that I don't care for. Um, In theory, it could be pretty good. But from what I'm guessing is you have to use it at very high levels for it to be anything of use. What exactly does that one do? It replenishes O2. It's very similar to Personal Atmosphere. It is. Okay. But Personal Atmosphere just replenishes on you, but this one creates a field of it in one spot. Okay. Um, Earthbound, this can be extremely useful in the right situation. This is one of those very situational ones because you have to, you, you lose it in low gravity, very low gravity or no gravity areas. It'll create an earth-like gravity for a temporary period. Again, very situational and the higher the level, the longer it lasts. I'm, I'm curious if on a ship or on a, yeah, on a ship, if that would affect terra firma at all. That's a good question. Might have to experiment and find out. But it does work on those ships where, like, for instance, the ship has no gravity. You can mm-hmm. use it, and it'll add gravity. Um, Eternal Harvest. If you're one of those people who like to do those um, those uh, greenhouses in your, your bases, this is a great thing to get multiple, multiple harvests. <laughs> and Archon's over there shaking his head, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming you've used it? Yes, I have. And there's, from far as I know, there's no limit as long as you have the power to do so. Yeah, mm-hmm. just as long as you have quote-unquote mana or whatever the heck that power is. Yeah, and if even if you're on a planet looking for a particular resource, that's a plant-based, you can use this over and over again on one that you find. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next one is gravity. And I, what did I put gravity dash? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I messed that one up because there's the one where you go really fast and you can knife people I can't remember the name of it 
but it enhances your melee and you go really fast. And then there's a Fusro Dull one where you can force push things off of cliffs in high areas and, you know, get rid of those pesky melee enemies. And I just messed that up. I know our, our Rook's going to look it up for me. <laughs> so I'm going to move on. Know. I'm going to move on to Gravity Well. Um, this one is definitely one that was my one of my best friends when I was playing my pirate. And it pulls everything together in its field of influence into one little tight spot. A ball of flesh and um, agony and pissed off mobs. And you can just sit there and mow them down. You don't even have to really aim. Just pick the middle and go for it. And you'll take out everything. Uh, grab dash is the one that manip- manipulates gravity to propel you f- yourself forward and briefly increase any damage you inflict. Right. Which is great if you're playing a melee build. It should be one of your key ones to use if you're doing a melee build. Alright, so life forced. Oh, okay. actually... I gotta inter- intervene one more time. Yep. Uh, the one that you ca- think of Fusro Dot is uh, Grav the Grav Wave. See, yeah, I mixed them together somehow. Oops. Yeah. yeah, that one's the one where you push everything out. It's also one of the ones, like the fourth one you get, third or fourth one. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those situational ones. It can be fun to play with, especially if you play a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> uh, Inner Demon can be very useful and very cool if you like kill an elite and you use it on them that has really good weapons you can just use them to mow down everything in sight it's the opposite version of alien reanimation so inner demon is the one i use the most on my uh one of my new game pluses on my main character i cast it while the guy uh, while doing the Starborn mission. So I had Starborn killing <laughs> Starborn. <laughs> nice. That's actually a good thought. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Life Forced is completely useless until you get above level 5 of the skill. Um, before then it does too little damage and returns too little health to make it worth it. At higher ranks though um, from what I understand like 8, 9, or 10 you can get full health from it. Uh, until then no. Parallel self for all you narcissists out there. You get to copy yourself basically, and use yourself to go. You get to play with yourself. <laughs> I did that one too. I found out inner. That's where I found out inner demons better than parallel self. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, it depends. Like yeah. if you're if you're really well equipped, you have a really good legendary weapon. Parallel self could be pretty destructive. You miss Moonform, by the way. Yeah, you skipped it. I did skip it. I was getting there. I wasn't going to interrupt myself for skipping. <laughs> Moonform, another one that's great for heavy weapon people. I have used it on my pirate. It roots you in place, but it, it beats up your defenses like crazy. So you become a turret. <laughs> Sit there with, nice. I had my minigun, and everything was dead. And I barely got touched. Uh, <laughs> personal atmosphere, I know this is one of Rook's favorites. Yes, but you miss Particle Beam. <laughs> I, I, I know. Man, I got excited about getting to Rook's favorite. (laughs) Personal atmosphere is my favorite because it allows you, especially for when you're uh, exploring, I actually hit that wall that says you've reached the maximum distance with personal atmosphere because I just kept sprinting nonstop. I have it at rank five. I think it goes on forever. Mm -hmm. uh, It is also great for when you're over encumbered because you can just keep running, then hit it run and then hit it and so you just you don't have to slow down you can just keep going yeah so it basically re- it refreshes your o2 and keeps it full while the while the spell or power is active mm-hmm. and the higher the level the longer it lasts and at rank five it lasts a couple minutes nice a particle beam it's a very powerful damaging power but it's only good for damaging one person and at higher levels i have that one at rank four I can one-shot most enemies except for high-level elites. Nice. I might have to look at that if I ever it's, get it. It's pretty strong. I've used that one quite a bit as well. well. Yeah, with the damaging abilities, that's the best. Well, it's the best uh, for a single target. Yeah, single target is the best. Uh, phase time. I haven't used this one too much. I did use it sneaking um, just to see what I can do with it. And seeing the past, it did become useful. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there who argue that this is the most powerful 
power in the game. It's the final one that you attain in the final temple. I, I don't see that yet. It's, but I, it would yeah. be great if it didn't also like mess with you. Like if your time stayed normal and you phased their time, that would be useful. But yeah, the fact that it slows me down. No, no. See, I was looking at the wrong thing, but yeah. Precognition, what I was thinking earlier about seeing the future. No, mm-hmm. FaceTime is where you slow everything down. That's the one that is considered to be the most powerful. So I got, again, crossed there, my dyslexia. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it because it slows me down, too. When I'm trying to snipe, useless. So I don't know. It's better if you're in, an, uh, if you're in a very tight firefight so you can find your way out of it without dying and then you can plan your route out that's the only way i can think of it being really useful yeah so precognition was the one i was thinking i'm sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i wonder if at higher ranks it affects you less i'm about to try it i haven't tried it since i got it the first time on rank one i think i have it at rank three now yeah i don't know i have to give it a shot uh precog that's the one that i was talking about earlier because i got mixed up again it does not work on persuasion that's one of the key things there um but it is great when you're stealth so you can see a path like if you're doing the ryujin quest for the first time you can see the path the path routes of the guards depending on where you're at in the game if you have it mm-hmm. um and you can see some chat responses during chatting with somebody with it oh nice reactive shield it's a very good defensive power. I use this one a lot on my pirate when I was fighting against elites. It does reflect damage, some damage back. And when I remember fighting an elite in a room that had regular enemies around me, and while I had to shield up, the elite wound up killing his buddies. <laughs> Bouncing off my shield. It was quite interesting. And it saved my neck. The biggest thing to remember, though, is it doesn't block all damage. You still nope. get hurt. You do. Yeah. But it, it is great because it keeps you from getting one shot a lot of times. I could have used that against that stupid pest. <laughs> um, okay, where are we at? Sent star stuff. This has always been my favorite power on my main. You get to see baddies through walls, stone, and your mom, and anything else. <laughs> it's there. You can see them all. And the higher the power, the farther away you can see for longer. And I have that one rank five, and it is... Still, my go-to. If you ever watch me play the game on live stream, on my main, that's what I'm, I'm always popping that thing every time I go in somewhere. Yeah, um, it's super useful. Yeah. You plan your routes out pretty easily when you're sneaking. Sunless space. You basically think about Sub-Zero and his freezing ability. It's really good for elite control. And that's about it. You can freeze him in place for a few seconds. Pretty simple. Self-explanatory. Supernova. Huh? Go ahead. So it's pretty much a uh, inferno mine, or not inferno mine, a freeze mine. Yeah, cryo mine. Yeah, one that you just don't need to have equipment for. Mm-hmm. Unlimited quantity. I enjoy supernova. That's that's one. Of yeah. My well, I remember when I got this one. It was one of the last ones I got on my main. I only have this uh, one at rank yeah. two. I think it was like second to last for me. It's a oh, fantastic yeah. AOE, and it's a blast radius around you. So if you're in the middle of a lot of enemies, just pop that bad boy and boom. I have it at rank three, that's right. And it is devastating. I've seen videos of people using that at rank 10 and it it's dumb how strong it is. I imagine a like, lot of these at rank 10 are going to be pretty powerful. Oh, yeah. Last but not least, well, to me it's least, I don't care for this one, Void Form. <laughs> I, don't really I haven't like really used that. it. It's basically makes you go invisible but i use i have automatic chameleon with my character my main and the maxed out sneak and all that good stuff it becomes completely moot moot point for my character it does nothing that i already don't do but if you you don't visible but if you get anywhere near a mob they still see you and they still shoot at you so it doesn't mask your sound that's the problem which considering you go into a void form you think it would mask your sound you think Mm -hmm. that's why we don't get paid to think (laughs) Right. <laughs> we get paid to play <laughs> well void oh. form I mean you are going into void I don't know if it really works for sound but just take off everything and just be in your skivvies that is the best way to see yeah 
They won't hear you. They can't see you. Or just, you know, put points into stealth and you don't have to worry about void form at all and you can use your other powers. Or say, screw stealth and run in with guns blazing. Yeah, I've done that and I'm I'm still um pretty much into that whole stealth fence right there. That, that's me. That's that's my group of people. Sniper stealth. And I, I would I, I have another pro tip as far as the powers go that I've kind yes. of noticed. I've ran into this talking with people a lot, even recently as like last week. People don't realize that you can set these powers to your favorites bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if you didn't realize that... Just like a it. weapon or grenade or anything else. Yeah, it's super useful to be able to just, you know, hit your 5 key and then cast whatever spell you want and then hit your 6 you key know, and cast something different. You know what this makes me want to do? Hmm. Makes me want to make a melee character that uses melee and powers and that's it. That would be I've a very a, interesting build, yeah. I've done a, me- a melee run and they're a lot of fun. You could get... Stupid strong with melee weapons. Mm-hmm. It's the only downfall is you gotta get up close and personal. So yeah, guys, a lot of your melee, a lot of your melee skills make it to where you take like almost no damage. So you can get up and personal, and you don't take damage. Oh, nice! Hardly. I read an article recently, guys. I'm gonna put your opinion on this, and they said the five worst or six worst skills in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And number three was boxing. Now. What got me kind of peeved about this article by a well-known uh, gaming magazine was that it was very uh, based on the perspective that everyone just goes plays run and gun. Right. They don't play. They don't explore. They don't do anything else. They just go into combat, run and gun. Because that was all. Everything that was not that was on their bad list, including boxing. So yeah, if you're playing I've a melee character, used- I think boxing would be critical, right? I've never played an unarmed character, so I don't know. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I. You. Why would you go unarmed? Like you. You got. You're gonna have a sword or something. But doesn't I, boxing apply to melee weapons? No. No. It's only okay. unarmed, which I think is what makes it kind of terrible. Because I don't think it applies to melee weapons. It only applies to. Yep. Unarmed only. Unarmed. Yeah. Which you would never be unarmed. Unless you're doing a playthrough like that, which would be weird, but sure, why not? Yeah. I can see that point, though. There was most of the skills I did not agree with. The top three I kind of did a little bit, except for number one was um, Gastrology. Yeah, I don't don't use that either. I've I've been doing it, and I've had fun with it. I've never put a single point in that one. So maybe I kind of agree with this list. (laughs) Well, boxing, I can see uh, because I don't think a lot of people are running around just trying to punch people. I've never been a fan of just running up and punching. I wish they would let me let me kick and stuff, too. Now, yeah, if you're going to no do damage modifiers and you're missing out on all the bonus skills and everything like that, if you don't equip them any type of weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you're doing your, a, a different kind of character, you could use that. Now, if you want to challenge yourself and just do no weapons at all and use powers and fists and that's the way to go. Think of it exactly like the conversation you and I recently had about our Minecraft server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so why would you do that? Well, I uh, mean, if, if, it, if there was a bonus, then it would make sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess rank, it depends on what the boxing bonus gives if it's going to be worth it or not. Rank 3 gives you unarmed attacks, you 75% more damage, while in a fight, unar- and unarmed, running consumes 30% less O2. So if you're doing the red mile, you can go <laughs> unarmed and just run it. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. back, they're like, before they even realize what happened. <laughs> I did it 26 times and you blinked. <laughs> yeah, between that and personal atmosphere. Once you get yeah. to personal atmosphere 10, you could probably run the whole mile. I, ne- whole I need to write articles that are going to be like, okay, if you play this play style, these are the worst skills. If you play this play style, this is the worst set of skills. I don't know. I really enjoyed my my melee build, but like it got significantly easier once you get, uh, I believe it's called regeneration or something like that. You You almost can't die. So you just run around just absolutely massacring things, which is fun. I do want to make a tank build where you take all of the physical skills that are defensive based, like energy weapon dissipation. I think hmm. that and pain tolerance. I think that would be interesting. 
Uh, there's, I think, one of these episodes we should just go through and see if we can do, like, very crazy builds for each of us and then talk about them. That could be fun. Yeah, like, it could be. How would you build a non-weaponed character? I'm pretty sure like, we can come up with some interesting ways of doing it. All right, that is it for tonight, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 17. We are getting close to that 20 mark. And if you want to reach out to the show, you can reach us on our email, starfieldraw at gmail.com. You can follow us on X at starfieldraw. And you can join our Discord, like many others have done before you. Come join the crew. And I had one guy message me on Instagram, of all things, no idea how he found me, asked me mm-hmm. what the Discord was. It's discord.gg forward slash pod, or sorry, raw, R-A-W, podcasts, all one word. And it'll take you right there to us, guys. Come join us, our Discord. We just had a guy join us saying he's been trying to find our our Discord for a while. (laughs) Well, you found it. All right, guys. And you can follow us on Facebook as well, Starfield Raw. Please check out our new show, Raw and Nerdy. If you're into anything nerdy at all, listen and check it out. I guarantee you guys will not regret it. Yeah, we, we're all over the spectrum. Everything from video games, movies, books. I mean, there is no nerdy topic that's off discussion. Yeah, we we've had a lot of... episode about Comic-Cons and, and <laughs> yep. different cons. And so, like, yeah, it's it's all just out there. And we have fun with it, so... Hell, our last show is about the magic of different fantasy realms. So it's actually pretty cool. We actually deep dive a lot of stuff. Yeah, we're doing a a long series right now of particular big topics that we're going into. So stay tuned for those. And that's Raw and Nerdy, R-A-W and Nerdy. You can follow me on Twitter as well. And I am at The Widget, W-I-G-I-T. You can follow me as well. It's at Rook213. And you can follow me at TheArchon606. Have a great week, everybody, and keep chasing those stars. Stay safe in the deepest black. You all have the coolest sign-offs, and mine's just... Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) See you next week. Oh, yeah, go ahead, sing. I'll put it at the end of the show. <laughs> Please don't. I like alien butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> your other brothers can't deny. And those stupid three cheek See? things get in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow... Ex- well, uh, I was going to say something else, but I'm going to restart that. <laughs>